Oh, we all survived that last season of the Game of Thrones. Welcome to the AA Show. It's the Anti-Aegon Show for May 22nd, 2019. How's it going, everybody? Well, unfortunately, we don't have a roundtable tonight. Uh, <laughs> because I think everybody's a little pissed off. Uh, I, I haven't heard a single good comment saying, hey, that was a great series, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, I wanted to get some... I wanted to get some voice notes of various folks who are the Game of Thrones fans, you know, after the finale. And then the last two episodes especially, since this is a bi-weekly show now. Um, it, it, it really went south after the episode 5. So, uh, you know, full of spoilers, whatever. If, you, if you're not a fan, you won't get it. If you're a fan and haven't seen it, goddammit, what is wrong with you by this point? So, episode 5, after the Misande got murdered in episode 4, well, got... You know, like, Varys try to, uh, what was it, try to turn Tyrion against Daenerys. And then Jon told his truth at the end of episode 4. And then obviously told, told Sansa told Tyrion what the fuck was up. I mean, so Sansa cannot keep her mouth shut. And then Jon, like an idiot that he is, you know, kind of gave it all away. But, you know, the, the, he should have seen it coming instead of keep denying, denying, denying. And then, so what happened was that. Varys, you know, he's like, I'm for the people, for the realm. But, you know, got found out. So Danny just, just, you know, burned Varys. And then, you know, all right, now they're going to attack the King's Landing and stuff. And then just Tyrion tried to talk some sense into Daenerys. He's like, you know, as soon as you hear the bell, that means it's game over. So they'll give up automatically. But, you know, I think the Variety writer wrote this. Cause I got used to the wrestling writing so much. It's like, you know, and then he's like, Daenerys just turned heel. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> he's like, out of nowhere, just turned heel. It, it wasn't even a good surprise either. For some reason, I, was, I wasn't put off by it. I just go like, oh my God, you spent another 40 minutes doing, you know, saving Private Ryan moment in, in that episode five. I just go like, what the fuck, dude? What is this? And then like, keep burning everybody. I try to find Aaron Rodgers who had the multiple cameos in this thing. Try to find it. You had a clean game bowl, which I was like, all right, this is like, here we go, here we go. And then the final finish, as predicted, you know, they both died into the fucking burning fire. And then I think not just me, but everybody called it basically. It's like some people clapped and shit, but I'm like, dude, whatever. And then, you know, John still fights through the crowd. You know, Grey Worm is just an angry man with the Unsullied and Dothrakis and shit. You know, just killing, slaughtering everybody in the King's Landing. You know, it's just like... All right, that happened. But then, so Daenerys become the Mad Queen or something, and I just like the development of it. I I just didn't feel it, you know. And the same for the episode six, the very last episode. It's like, all right, what are you gonna do the last eighty minutes? You burn the entire city down and try to wrap up this story. It wasn't exactly an epilogue either. So John kills Danny, which is not a surprise. Then the dragon, out of rage, decide to melt the Iron Throne. So there's no Iron Throne anymore, anymore per se. Yet at the same time, they voted on a king. Like Tyrion gets arrested for get you know for treason by Danny, and then the second son, and then the Unsullied and whatever. They're all like up in their fucking arms with their without their leader and the dragon. You know, they're running their own military you know regime basically. You know, until the rest of the kingdoms came. And then the Dorn dude just shows up out of nowhere. I don't know what happened to Alaria, the Dorn lady. 
And then it's just like, all right, all right, this is really hacky put together. Jon Snow's in prison too for some reason. And then the Aaron Rodgers had the same complaint. It was like, all right, like, like Sansa, Tyrion, you know, even Braun had a better character development of this. Not, but like fucking Bran, really? I mean, it's not a surprise that Bran became a king, but I just like the development of it, the lack of the chase story here. It just like, how did Bran develop? To, like it just it just copped out. It's just like Tyrion just goes like, "Well, the next king should be the one with the most stories and history and knowledge and all that shit." Well, Bran, what the fuck? And then Bran just goes like, "Why do you think I'm here?" And I'm like, "I thought you're not Bran anymore, man." And then like Sansa is like, "You know, you need to be you need to be able to bear children or like you know pump a woman to get give a birth to somebody." It's like, "Well, you don't need let's not do that anymore." So you're gonna vote every time. I don't know how this council is gonna work. And then for some fucking reason, it became six kingdoms instead of you know five or something. And then I'm like, "Well, hold on." So Starks got all they wanted. So they got the victory. They 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 pinned everybody somehow. Sansa is the queen of the north, and then. Bran is a king of the rest of the six kingdoms. Dorne has no problem with this. Yara has no problem with this. I mean, you know, the Unsullied and those guys have no problem with this. It's like, we're going to go back to the fucking war place anyway. Like, I mean, the the end result mostly made sense. But then the development leading to those conclusions were just like, holy shit, what a waste of time. And like, some people are like, they rushed it. Like, you know what? I don't think they rushed it. They were just inefficient with the storylines. If you look at the overall, you know, the season eight, I they said six episodes. Like, oh, it's going to be really crammed. But then if you look at it again, the episode one and two, and then, you know, parts of episode four, I just go like, I feel like they wasted a lot of time about the first, you know, the first 40 minutes. You know, the entire episode two was a waste. You know, you could have kept some of those dialogues super short. You could have, t- like, Sansa and uh, Danny arguing in episode two was a significant moment, but I never, other than creating a meme picture out of it, I never felt the development like, wow, Sansa is like, ho- like this is the next step. She's going to be the queen of the north. It's like, she wants it, but then, like, that doesn't justify it. And then... You know, up to that point, Danny never came off as like, wow, she's not undeserving of an Iron Throne by this stage still. So I'm just like, episode two, you know, maybe they like they should have pulled up the Great War into episode two and then, you know, develop the rest of this in episode three and four, fill it in somewhere. Get and then so the battle was rushed and then why did Danny just turn heel? You know, I it's just like, well, she lost everybody. She has no one to look to. She just hella frustrated. And I'm like, what What happened to all the big speeches? Like, when I'm turning bad, Tyrion, you and Varys should be the one talking to me about it. You know, where was all that reminder? How come Tyrion never dropped that fucking line? You know, at all. Tyrion has been a terrible advisor to begin with, yet he still keeps his job somehow. It's just unbelievable. Bran, you know, all that knowledge and skill and history that he learned... I just go like he, like I gotta go now. He says it to Theon, and then is like, well, go where? And then he went nowhere. W- did he mean that? Like what? What? It, I don't fucking know. Like Bran is has become a massive disappointment. All that three eyed raven power and all that shit. I just go like, what the fuck was that, man? Did you just tap out. Like, it's so. 
it's so nothing. I mean, you're building a contender, and then the guy just pins the champion out of nowhere without any development. I just go like, oh, oh okay, I could see it, but like, what the fuck? Just lack of character development. You know, I I just go like, Arya got developed. Sansa, although she, some people complain that, wow, she just got smart out of nowhere. I just go like, well, she went through a lot. So she went through a lot of trials and tribulation looking at Cersei, you know, fucking uh, Joffrey, and then the fucking, uh, what, what's his face? I can't, the, the, the psycho, the fucking psycho, the second one. So I'm just like, we're like, okay. But then, so she has that loyalty and then the root and everything. Fine, fine. Our, uh, like, John, yes, absolute development from start to finish. This guy looked like the chosen one. I kept calling him John Cena. And then, you know, he gets evicted, uh, like, banished to the fucking night, wa- Night's Watch again. And I'm just like, what? I mean, I guess it's a like, it's a good loop, but like, wait, what happened to I was like, I am Aegon. What what happened to all that? They're just gonna hide all that shit. I mean, it's gonna cause us disruption and rebellion, I guess. And then like, but like, really, I I guess he didn't want the attention. He's like, I'll rather be alone. So he goes up there with like, torment and ghost. I'm just like, what? Like, what's he gonna do? They're gonna. There's no, like, they're going to rebuild the wall, but there's no other, the the White Walkers anymore, as far as I'm aware. Like, what the hell is he going to do? And then Arya went up exploring, so that set up the sequel. Okay, fine. They're working on the prequel. Okay, fine. I heard Naomi Watts is coming into the, like, high-class socialite position. So I'm like, okay, great, great. But I'm just like. Is this gonna be like Star Wars prequel again? I I I, I don't fucking know. I I don't care at this stage. I I'm like, but then I, again, like I said in the very beginning in the preview episode, I because I've been through so many of the wrestling bookings and the writing of the rush finishes and everything or half-ass development job they did with the character developments, I was not surprised. I was not hurt as much. I was not as angry as much. I just shake my head. I'm like, why did I think? I just go like, why am I not surprised that I'm subject to this crappy finish? <laughs> I, what is a one series? And then I look back and I was like, what is a one series that like that's like ten years long or like eight seasons long minimum? And then I was completely satisfied with the ending. What was it? And then I go like, I I don't oh maybe Breaking Bad. I that was only six. Oh, that was six seven seasons. I mean, six season got divided into two. I thought Breaking Bad had a clean finish uh, for the long run, you know, prolonging more than five seasons. Uh, the other shows, Californication, one of my favorites. No, not really. I mean, that show died after season four. Uh, the last three seasons is purely money grabbing. Uh, Rescue Me to an extent. Yeah, I, I, that was seven seasons long. I did buy that, you know, a bit too. Uh, 24, man, that went all over the place. Looking back now, I don't think that thing aged nicely. Uh, Sex and the City. <laughs> ah, I guess that finished. Ignoring the movie, I guess that was okay, you know, for an HBO quality show. I was like, okay, cool. I haven't seen The Wire, so I gotta watch that. Deadwood, I, that's a very short season. That's like only three seasons or so, and then the movie just came out. Ah, uh, the shield. Oh, kind of. Yeah, the shield and effects. Yes, but I wasn't completely satisfied. 
uh, with the ending on that one. So I'm like, eh. Uh, Justified, that was okay. Madman, oh, I haven't seen the Madman after just three seasons, I'll be honest. I, I heard it, I was like, meh. Uh, House of Cards, no, that, that thing went sideways after season two. So I just like, I can't, I can't believe this. Um, what else? What else went that many long seasons? Psh, Grey's Anatomy is still on the air, believe it or not. God, it's been on like, what, 15 seasons now? Psh, crazy. Uh, I heard it sucks after season two, but who knows? So I'm just like, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I guess it's very hard to finish because the, the expectation is way too high. But at the same time, how, if I, if you're, it's like fantasy booking for wrestling, right? It's like, how would you have, how would you have called a finish? This is a WrestleMania this season. How would you, how would you have booked this? How would I have booked this? Uh, well, given that there's no novel to go off of and that you, I think you have a certain amount of freedom, but then George R.R. Martin would be like, yo, fuck, don't ruin my fucking book. I gotta still finish this shit. It's like, well, motherfucker, you could've finished it. And AT&T gave an ample ass fucking time. They said, you don't have to rush. Why would AT&T want to end this right now? This is their golden goose at the moment for getting their hot property going and the subscriptions up. Which is why they're like pumping out prequels and sequels and shit. You know, and then DB and David, they just said, nah, we want to Star Wars. You know, seeing how they did this with the fucking season 8, which has, has been a complete non-adapted screenplay of this. I am not looking forward to the Star Wars trilogy. And I don't know why they have an additional Star Wars trilogy to begin with. What are they going to write? And like, I, 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 like I, the current trilogy kind of sucks. I just like, it's okay at best. And then I'm just like, what the fuck is it? What trilogy is this? Next decade of Star Wars will unite the game. What, what are they writing? What, what more is there to write? Can we move on from this? I don't get it. So, uh, so not they're gonna create a whole new trilogy not related to the Skywalker saga. So what is this? We're so if they cannot come up with a fucking finish for the Game of Thrones, how are they gonna f- come up with a fucking finish for the you know fucking three Star Wars stories? I mean, it's a big payday, good for them, I gotta say. But I'm just like I, I don't know, man. I I I just don't know. I I'm not. It's just gonna be a fan fiction that's gonna be spun off somewhere, like it's in the current trilogy. So, you know, I, and then hey, maybe they can rewrite it in the sequel. Is like Bran come back as a king? What do you think? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I'm not really looking forward to it. So, you know, I I really am not looking forward to it. Even the sequel series, like, what is there to write? You're not gonna bring back the Ice Walkers and the Night King. You just killed that like it's nothing. You had your biggest villain, the heel. The great event and that that ended like that, and then I'm just like, whatever. Cersei died, but I was like, it was not satisfying either. Jamie gave a one night stand, and then I was just like, what the fuck? And then, you know, every single aspect of the closure of the story, other than Bran becoming a king, I mean, even that, I'm just like, the process of it, I just don't like. It just sucked all around. It was just lacking, it was just spotty. They, they didn't, they, I don't hate, I don't like the term when they say they rushed it. Yes, they rushed it because they don't want to fucking deal with this shit. That's what I felt like. It felt lazy. It felt like a lazy writing. It felt like a cop-out. And then, like, when they, like, when they do the, I, I cannot watch the rest of the whole shit about, oh, you know, the inside the episode. I'm like, I can't watch that shit. I really, I really can't. I just go, I, I can't buy it. I can't buy this at all. 
I don't buy the explanation. They're just trying. They sound like they're doing some fucking tech speech. It makes no absolute sense at all. So I'm just like, I, I don't care. This is lazy writing. This is just, it just sucks. It just sucked. So, and then again, not a surprise, but I'm just like, I don't care. I, I really don't care. So, but has it turned me off from this series? Uh, you know, the entire thing. Would I watch it all again? No. I, knowing, knowing that what happened in this last season, I'd be like, I don't want to watch the rest of this again. I mean, there are great moments, memorable moments. I just go like, I, I don't want to watch this again. At least for a while. Maybe I'll come back to it in 20 years or something and be like, ah, maybe that wasn't so bad. Or five years from now. 20 is too far. Maybe I won't have time to watch that shit later. So I'm just like, okay. But now I'm just like, eh. You know, I guess they ended it. You know. Oh, well. Shrug my shoulder. So, <laughs> so, you know, anyways. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, Game of Thrones. I'm going to see if I can grab other people's opinion and see what they think about it and stuff. You know, it would be a lot of fun seeing what the hell happened. So, um, you know, from the other folks' opinion there, here and there. Uh, in the meantime, I want to catch up on the last part of the show on the... Uh, on the trip that we had in the Philly, the city of brotherly love, which I think is a fucking lie because I don't think it's a city of brotherly love given the amount of hate that city has with the sports fans and shit, you know. So I just go, it's a city of brotherly hate. You know, they throw batteries at J.D. Drew. You know, they beat up, throw snowballs at Santa. They, they vomit on a four-year-old girl at a baseball game and shit. I mean, it's just, it just messy everywhere, you know what I mean? So I just go like, you know. So I, I never had a high opinion of Philly. To be honest, it's a nation's first capital, blah, 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 Ben Franklin. Although I, I knew of Ben Franklin, but I didn't know really much of him until I went to the fucking museum. And I go like, yeah, that's pretty fucking impressive. Like this guy, this guy, this guy, wanted, this guy is the Elon Musk <laughs> of his generation. He made his money. He went off and then he just said, you know, what? I'm going to work on this country. I'm going to work on electricity and shit. It's like, which is quite phenomenal. But then now I think about it. Can anyone do that at this age, at this point? I guess all these billionaires, from the tech billionaires especially, like Larry Page, Bezos, and Elon, they really, they could do that. I mean, it feels like Google and Alphabet, the entire business, Larry Page is like, I just want the money so I can funnel whatever the hell else I want to do. You know, same for Jeff Bezos, like, my real dream is to go to the space, you know, all that shit, after making all that Amazon money. But has any of these people, you know, going, gonna go and actually change the government and then run the world and shit, you know? These people want to run away from it, right? Like, Elon is like, let's go to fucking Mars. And I'm like, why, why don't you save this shit first? You know? That probably explains the gap has gotten very big, you know? Between making a, the, the, about the corporations, rise of them, you know, before Ben Franklin started, you know, with the people and the government and everything. And then I just go, looking at Ben Franklin and shit, I just go like, I, I don't know if this guy, th this is possible again in this century. Unless you get a trillionaire at some point, you know? But even then, that's helped by a company and a corporation. And then all these huge-ass rich people want to make a difference. And they just go, it's just disrupted and shit. But anyways, back to the Philly a little bit. That was a good Ben Franklin lesson. And then I didn't know that Joe Biden gave a speech at the Rocky Steps on Sunday after uh, Sunday night. Because we went to, me and the friend Steve, we went to the Rocky Steps. And then we were doing more touristy shit because we got there, you know, Saturday afternoon. We did a more touristy shit Sunday, uh, you know, around the downtown and then the, you know, 
rocky steps the art museum up there up the steps and all that i just go like you know what uh they closed it and then i was like what the fuck is going on but then like all the tourists just like fuck you and then just kept walking up so i ended up doing the rocky steps too apparently yeah joe biden gave a speech at the bottom of this uh rocky steps and i was like okay i didn't know that but then like joe biden whatever can i go hug him you know and then he's gonna you know tuck my ass or something i don't know so you know <laughs> so and then uh and more than the rocky steps and then there was a rocky statue and I'm just like okay so like you i i the bilber had this joke because I, I can't believe the philly is so fucking racist that they have a statue of a guy who doesn't even exist but not even create a statue for joe frazier which and then i went to the phillies game on uh what was it saturday as soon as we arrived and then dropped off our stuff at the hostel outside the uh citizens bank stadium and the the lincoln financial field where the eagles play and then the well the wells fargo arena where the sixers and the flyers play uh there's this thing called the xfinity live which is like a big ass beer alcohol hall which is a good gathering place i got the gino sandwich and then right outside have the joe fraser statue and i'm like oh fuck here it is and they're like drunk people will come over and then look at this thing <laughs> unlike the rocky steps where people are everybody's working out and shit and then you got those like crossfit thing going on at the bottom of the steps and the up steps is like i see people you know boxing and shit and but i'm like they're clearly working out they're not boxers i just go like how many fake boxers in the city man you know how many orange theory soul cycle people with a box boxing gloves are on in this city this is ridiculous you know and then i kind of laughed and then the oh speaking of all the the xfinity live and then the whole side so philly is also another city where four major teams are in one block much closer than the detroit over here but it's not in downtown it's in you know it's the south end of the philly you just go like oh okay so it's a little further off but it is concentrated in the middle of nowhere basically so detroit still has a title for having all four major teams in downtown where everything is going on so i think detroit is still better in that aspect but then they are uh, this bank arena was nice i don't think it was the best park that i've seen i mean in some of the layouts there it was like pretty interesting you know that stadium is about what 20 years old now almost um you know well xfinity live concept was really cool and then a friend of mine said that it's really bumping at that place i was like i could see it i could see it we watched the preakness you could smoke outside and stuff you know the whole bunch of beers and alcohol liquor choices you know it didn't stay too long because we we're a little too tired but like i could see at night or something it's like yeah this place could be bumping after the games especially after the eagles games it's like wow this place looks good um you know and then the phillies fans they seem nice you know none of them are angry and shit none of those stereotypical shit happened and then i was talking massive amount of shit when bryce harper came up on his first at bat he because he was taking his slow ass time to get into the fucking batter's box and then they had the clock up and then he's still adjusting his fucking glove after every pitch and i was so annoyed this is how i like i'm getting old or maybe i'm becoming a nuanced baseball fan they just got like, all right, this motherfucking takes so long. Collecting his fucking paycheck of $330 million in the next 13 years. And then guess what happens? First pitch, boom, home run. Deepest part of the fucking center field, 466 mile. I mean, feet, you know. I just go like, god damn, that's where we walked in, Steve. It's <laughs> telling him, it was like, that's where we fucking walked in. And then he hit the ball right there. It's just like, you know what? You know, and then the game got boring. The, the final score was 2-1. to one. I got pretty bored after the sixth inning, you know. And Aaron Nola was throwing a lot of strikes and then uh, strikeouts. And then the first inning, I was very impressed. 
three strikeouts, Aaron Nola, all three looking. And then I was like, you know, this is the same. They play the Colorado Rockies. And they're like, this is the same fucking Rockies who struck out 21 times against Chris Sale and the Red Sox. Yet they won the game somehow, 5-4, to four, because of bad bullpen by the Red Sox like a week prior. Anyways, the game got really boring. And then I go like, you know what? We're leaving after the seventh inning. So that's when we went to the Xfinity Live, hung out, beer garden there, you know. It's like, the food was really good too. And then the next morning, you know, before we got to the Rocky Steps, we went to the, you know, the Liberty Bell. We saw that thing. We were like, okay, it's a bell. <laughs> That's what I said. I didn't read rest of the whole schmaz about the exhibition there, you know, the history of the bell, you know, all that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's a broken bell. Let me line up. Because we went super early in the morning, about a nine or so when they opened. Then the line was still there, but the line was much longer Saturday afternoon when we saw it. I was like, all right, fuck it. We, let's go now. I think I now realize that why people go better in the afternoon other than it's later in the day. Because when you go to the bell, the orientation of it in the morning sun is like shining into it. So if you try to take a picture of the Liberty Bell head on, you're going to need to have some ridiculous exposure because of the backlight. The sun that's coming from behind is really ruining the picture. So I go like, you know what? Wait till the later part of the day to take a picture of the Liberty Bell. Although you might wait on the line. Or you want, you might want to angle it or crank up the fucking exposure to get the... Use a different filter to get the Liberty Bell photos. So there, there's a bit of a tip there. Independence, uh, you know, park. Saw that, but then we didn't wait for the tour. It's like, I don't give a shit. You know, like, I don't, I, what I said at the time, I was like, I, well, I don't want to wait on the line and walking into danky-ass, stinky-ass fucking 300-year-old wood, you know, and then hear about, here's where the Constitution was written, and she was like, yeah, yeah, it happened, okay? For some reason, I really didn't want to learn history <laughs> on this trip. I just go like, yeah, fine, you know, let the, let the Chinese tourists and old people learn this shit, you know, you know, do that thing. And then uh, I was more interested in modern stuff, like the Museum of Arts. I, I, I had the best time there. And then I just walking around eating food. Oh, outside the Independence Hall, there was a, we found this cafe place. It's called a Cafe Walnut, which I thought it was like a generic coffee place. But it turns out it was a Korean place. And then we had bibimbap uh, for breakfast and it was really good. It was a different, it was a little bit of a different take on bibimbap. Uh... And usually I get kind of suspect when they put lettuce in a bibimbap, which is usually the sprouts, spinach, you know, bulgogi beef, the, the chili sauce, uh, sesame oil, all that stuff. But uh, I was a little suspect, but they added three like potstickers, like fried dumplings. And then uh, it didn't have an egg. And I was like, I want an egg. But you know what? I had a bagel, so it's okay. The sauce is a little on the sweeter side, but also spicy, and the spice kicks in really late. And then I go, it's sweet and spicy, but in a very different way. I was just like, and then the beef they use is a skirt steak, which is basically the cheesesteak steak. And then the way it's sliced, every everyone knows how to do the skirt steak well in Philly. Like, every beef is basically a cheesesteak steak, uh, but I just go like, I just go, wow, these is... They're really soft, juicy, and delicious. I just go, how? how? So, I I was I, I really enjoy the food in Philly as well. That bibimbap was really good. I heard other Korean food in Philly is very good too. I didn't get to try them. I'll try them next time. Pizza's really good. I, I just, whatever. It's a thin pizza, which is my preference more than the Chicago deep dish and all that. 
So uh, I love that uh, whatever corner you go. And then the the other cheesesteak place that we tried near the hostel was uh what was it called? The old bros, old brothers. Um, and then I was like, you know, how good is it? How good is it? And then it was like, you know what? It was really good. Uh, the onion rings on, is way too thick on the breading side, so it's a little too much. It reminded me of the Red Robin, you know, breading. So I was like, too much carbs, too much carbs. But otherwise, it was good. And then uh, we went back to hostel and watched the the uh, travesty of the fucking Game of Thrones. Um, so, anyways, uh, Philly was great. Uh, I got to see the twenty three hundred arena, you know, the stanky ass venue for the ECW. That would used to be there. They have wrestling events there. Sometimes UFC comes and do the way in there and shit. You know, I just go. You know, I I I love you know exploring a little bit. You know, there are other parts of the city, other parts of the neighborhood. Oh, U Penn, we got to go to. The, I don't know that U Penn was like next. It's past the Drexel campus, and then uh the Wharton School of Business is like let's. I never been to an Ivy League campus. I like visiting campuses too, just to see what the fuck is up. You know, last year when we went to Nashville, we went to Vanderbilt. And then uh, when I was in uh, Austin, I went checked out the UT campus, you know, uh, UCL, USC. We checked out also when we went to LA last year. Wow, Nashville was two years ago already. You know, SC when we were passing by, we didn't go to UCLA. Well, well you know, so I like checking out campuses too. And then this is the first Ivy League school. And then uh, I didn't know it was a commencement season. I completely forgot. So and then the Wharton School was open too, usually locked. But then we just walked in and we're like, dang, this is the best business school in the world for the years. You know, before Stanford and Sloan started coming up in the fucking ranks. And then I go like, yeah, yeah. And then also is the alumni uh, weekend. And then uh, we saw some of the alumni gifts in like 1929, 1940s, do we need to find our billionaire, like Donald Trump or something, and say, can you donate some money? And then Donald Trump is like, sure, sure. And then it's a fucking loss in his tax or something. Oh, my God. That guy went to Wharton. But, you know, that's a, that's a fucking legacy entry he did anyway. But, you know, it was great to check it out. You know, I didn't know there were that many fucking Asian people in Philly. Mostly mainland Chinese people. Some Korean people, but mostly mainland Chinese people. I just go like, you know, it's an Ivy League school. Wharton, of course they're going to go after brand. Why am I not surprised? You know, so I was like, just like egging on my own kind of people that way. So it was funny, but it was good that I go to good to go to a campus with a crowd. And then the you know some people were asking me to take a photo, so take the photo for the family or something. I was like, sure, sure, sure. And then like I do like six different angles like there. You know, I I, I enjoyed my time. And then the weather, although it was 87, 88, it didn't feel like it. Went to the Ben Franklin Bridge, you know, by the Spruce Street Harbor park and then uh you know just walk around i think we ended up walking 10 miles in the entire day uh and then the ice cream that we had in philly what was the fucking name uh weckers weckers ice cream is that what it's called w-e-c-k-e-r weckerly's 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 ice cream in the fish town because uh, friend Steve found it and was like, well, they have ice cream sandwich. And I'm like, well, I'm, I I want a fucking hot dog or pizza. I don't want an ice cream sandwich. Uh, it was pretty damn smooth. I was very surprised. I mean, it looks like one of those hipster exquisite ice cream. I, 
it's pretty damn good. I would definitely check it out. And then I heard the guy, the Lyft driver, is like, "Yeah, that place is pretty lined up bad in the summer." But I'm like, "Dude, it's it's really really good. We're lucky that it wasn't like completely filled out like it's fucking Voodoo Donuts or some shit." But um, I I really I really like the food. I I was genuinely surprised. I so <laughs> so <coughs> food was good. Uh, times are good. I got to relax. I didn't sleep much, cause, uh, but you know that's okay. So, um, Philly highly recommended. I enjoyed it more than Pittsburgh. I'll be honest, cause Pittsburgh you get annoyed by the roads, cause there are a lot of two lane roads and shit. And then I, f- I feel like Pittsburgh is way too hipstery compared to Philly. You know the neighborhood we're in in Philly in the old city. You know it's a little hipstery, but I was like, dude, this is not that bad compared to fucking Pittsburgh. So I just go like, eh, it's all, it's cool. Would I move there? The the always the question and the criteria of my enjoyment of the city. I was like, ah, uh, maybe, maybe. I enjoy the food and the time. I would visit again, just you know, watch sports or some shit. Go to an Eagles game, although I'm not even an Eagles fan. I don't want to get stabbed or some shit. I don't get to get snowball thrown at me. But you know, I I feel the I feel the heart of the city. You know, I, I, I think I understand why some of the Philly people are so rough and dedicated and loyal. I think I could see that. I could see that attachment. Like, I am very loyal to Toronto. So, anyways, oh, God, that talk went long about Philly. You know what? That's how much time I wanted to not spend on fucking Game of Thrones. Because, so, <laughs> like, I, I really had nothing else to say. I was like, fucking, it was like, repeat what everybody else said. But then again, but anyways, I don't want to revisit it. Maybe we'll visit it with other folks at some point. I didn't get to do a roundtable. I didn't have time. Uh, next time we record this, uh, you'll, or next episode comes out the June 5th, I will be in California at the time, so, uh, I don't know if I have time to record it on the fly over there, so I may whip something up together, um, beforehand, so, uh, anyways, happy belated Victoria Day for those in Canada, happy, uh, early Memorial Day or Memorial Day or belated Memorial Day by the time you hear this thing after the Memorial Day. Uh, and then the summer's coming. The in the May is already here. June's coming. The weather's getting warm. Thanks to global warming. So stay warm. Apply your sunscreens, and then uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. I don't know what I'm gonna have by that time, but uh, we'll have a content. We'll have content. Right?